The following is a special presentation of Higher Journeys Radio. What might be running through your mind when you hear someone who's described as being autistic or having special needs or disabilities? Would you immediately think of their limitations or their potential? Well, there's one organization whose mission is built solely around the latter. Brio Integrated Theater is a nonprofit that supports individuals with all abilities through the expressive arts. Brio has shown through its work that in actuality, no matter how some individuals are labeled, the power of creative imagination has no limits. I recently spoke with Brio's founder and executive director, Sahar Ahmed, to discuss their groundbreaking work with individuals described as having disabilities and a film project that's called The Portal. Once you hear about this film and its premise, I guarantee you will never look at people described as disabled the same way again. Listen in. about to hear, I have no doubt will inspire you and lift your spirit like never before. I want you to listen intently. Why? Because right now we have individuals on this planet who, although are regarded as special needs, autistic people with disabilities, they are showing how limits and boundaries and stereotypes can be completely eliminated. Just the term disability clearly seems like a misnomer when you hear what these individuals are doing. My guest today is Sahar Ahmed, founder and executive director of Brio Integrated Theater, a nonprofit organization designed to bring individuals from all walks of life together to express themselves through the arts and express themselves they have with this latest project that Brio has launched. It's a film entitled The Portal, and most of its writers, directors, and actors are those who have special needs. But it's not just the unique circumstances by which this film is being made. It's the premise of the portal that really piqued my interest, and I'm sure it will for you, too. So allow me to welcome Sahar Ahmed to Higher Journeys Radio. Sahar, how are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me today, Alexis. Well, I'm excited to have you here. You know, we I'm obviously familiar with Brio and all the great things that, that you're doing uh, with this critical program. But for the audience that's not aware about Brio Integrated Theater, I want you to talk a little bit about uh, its inception and why you felt so moved to create an organization like this. Sure. Um, Brio was created eight years ago. Um as a way of allowing people to explore the arts, another way to express themselves. And my whole life I've been working with people of all different abilities, and I've learned that I don't think they're really given too much of a chance mm. to um, express themselves or to say what they feel. And uh, I was exposed to a, an organization in London by the name of Amiki Dance Theatre. Uh, that was almost 20 years ago, actually, mm -hmm. while I was working in, in Egypt. And they changed my whole perception of what people can and can't do and how we even view ourselves and our own abilities. So um, I learned from Amiki and I saw the changes, and I saw how people can really go to another level when they explore the arts and learn about themselves and give messages through the arts. Mm -hmm. And this was really the impetus of starting Brio, and I wanted to make the arts available for all people of all ages, of all abilities, 
and we were going to break down the barriers. We were going to, you know, say, come one, come all with whatever you have. And we're not going to say you can't act. We're not going to say you can't sing. We're just going to say, you have something to say, go for it in whatever art form you please. Mm-hmm. And that's how Brio started. And we started offering free community workshops and and had people just come in and, and tell us about themselves through their art. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you're located in the Boston area, but uh, just for the audience, because of course, we have a global audience. Yes. Uh, let them know, if you would. Uh, I, I I don't know that you're available to go across the globe <laughs> in, yeah. in, a, in a heartbeat, but you have done some work out of market, right? Yes, yes. We, we've done work nationally, and we have um, done work internationally. We've been in the Middle East. We have been to um, London. Mm-hmm. And we're hopefully going to be in the Gulf soon. Oh, beautiful! So that should be really lovely. Okay. Um. So yes, we are local. Uh, local being in the greater Boston area. We're located in Winchester, Massachusetts. Uh, however, we go all over the place. Mm, I can see that. I had no yeah. idea that it was that yeah. vast. That's great. Yeah. That's that's superb for those that are listening around the globe. Because I know, look, this is a, a critical issue that we're dealing with these these astronomical uh, uh, rates of autism going up, and and yeah. so many parents and families feeling like there there are no proper outlets. Uh, to uh, have their family members participate. And this is definitely one of them. And that's why I wanted to get you on. Uh, You've done some incredible projects, Sahar, some fantastic projects in the past. I know uh, that you've addressed the growing and sobering trend of bullying. Tell us how Brio decided to tackle this dilemma of bullying. Well, you know, once again, um, I think it's important uh, to, yes, bullying is a big, a big issue. And by all means, we have not gotten rid of bullying, but uh, we're working to have people understand that bullying can happen to anyone at any age mm-hmm. of any ability. And um, the important thing is uh, to really discuss collaborations, uh, because the way that we got involved in an important topic that was important for us um, is that we got other organizations that were also uh, tackling the same subject because we feel that when you collaborate, you address a bigger audience, um, you work as a team, and, and, and you really can, you know, uh, hopefully have greater impact. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we were really approached uh, with, from a colleague of mine uh, by the name of Miriam Mermay, and she's from Maine. And uh, she really specialized in a bully prevention project through the expressive arts. Mm-hmm. And we decided that we would do a workshop together. And it was extremely successful and it was very much needed. Um, and we found that it opened a door to a lot of things. Um, you know, uh, not only is, is bullying in schools, but people face bullying in just their everyday life. That's right. In the workplace, I was just in going to workplace, say. In the workplace, in, yeah. you know, if, if the elderly uh, mm. face bullying, people with disabilities face bullying, girls and women are bullied. Uh, I mean, the list goes on. So it's not limited. Uh, yeah. And it's not a high school thing. It's not a kid thing. It's a people thing. Mm-hmm. 
so, so we continue to think that that's a very important uh, subject to talk about. And mm-hmm. even if you don't address it as bullying per se, uh, you can address bullying in so many different ways mm-hmm. by talking about diversity and talking about acceptance and, and, and talking about education and understanding and learning about others. Mm-hmm. Wow. I know that was quite the task to take on. And, and I know that you had um, great success with with uh, these programs. So kudos to you and Thank continued you. success in that regard, because Lord knows we need all the help we can get. It's it's Thank really you. quite sobering to see how, quite how ubiquitous this has become. You know, you think of bullying immediately, I think, uh, sort of the knee-jerk reaction is that bullying is associated with children in schools. Right. Um, but unfortunately, it's it's become um, very common in all sectors yes. uh, of humanity. Yes. So again, kudos on that uh, project. Now, uh, now, we've got this wonderful film project called The Portal. Yes. And I want you to talk about that, Ms. Sahar. Tell us how uh, this all came together. Who's involved in this project? And then I'd, I want you to talk a little bit about the premise of The Portal, because it's well, really my, exciting. I yeah. mean, this is, um, this is such a wonderful project. I, It really is very dear to my heart, because um, it is truly created uh, by students, who are classified as um, special needs. Mm -hmm. Um, Two writers, one uh, who is autistic and the other young lady is a student from a high school junior. Um, And then the rest of the the actors are all with special needs. Mm. And... um, we, I mean, there's over 50 people involved in this movie, so I'm not going to list them all because we have interns who are doing, you know, the back work, all the props and the costumes and all the production assistants and all the research people and, um, you know, music and sound and light and all of these people mm-hmm. uh, who, um, you know, they're the... the I'll, I'll call them the special ones, mm. and they are, and they are special. Yes. you know, we call them special needs, but they're truly special. Absolutely, right. I, you know, I, I think about that—the the stigma that goes with some of these expressions that we have, like disability or special needs. And I, I still happen to think of special as something quite magical, and yet uh, the the sort of stigma that's around that term—you know—it's almost like people are afraid. Even when you say, "Oh, you're special," they 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 are assuming that you're thinking yes. that something's wrong. It's too bad. Correct. We need to bust that, that I paradigm. Yeah, completely. I agree. And yeah. um, I think that uh, the the beauty of this project is that it's a really raw project that comes without interruption, you know, mm-hmm. with with kind of no editing. Right. So it's uh, it's well, a, it's a great project. Yeah, you know, I want to I want to actually elaborate on yes. that little point you made. You and I spoke off air about uh, some yep. of the realizations that you've had in being a part of this project. And you said something that really stuck with me. You said, this film, unlike Hollywood film, is about truth unedited. That's yes. a powerful statement, Sahar. I want you to yes. elaborate on that a little bit more, if you would. That's very powerful. Yes. Um, you know, I know that uh, 
in general, we make things to sell. This movie wasn't for selling. It's not a selling point. It's not, we're not trying to make a movie to, to make millions from a movie. Mm-hmm. We're trying to make a movie that um, gives a message and uh, that is a realized dream of a group of people that were not given an opportunity for expression. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we gave them that opportunity without putting our point of view because if we put our point of view then it skews it then mm-hmm. it's not then it's not theirs then we're trying to make it pretty and we're trying to make it perfect and we're trying to make it what we imagine uh, a successful film to look like mm-hmm. uh, so really this is their story and it's truly I mean it's a fantasy Well, let's get into that. Let's talk about the premise of the portal, because as you know, we were actually face-to-face when I I learned about all the the juiciness and Mm -hmm. the the paranormal twists, which our audience knows we love here. Yes. So go ahead and give the audience a taste, if you would, Sahar, about the premise of the portal. Well, the premise of the portal, the way that it came about, which is also quite magical, if you will, Mm. is... it's first of all written by by two students like I mentioned but the process of writing came through a series of workshop which I mean for me that in itself is really quite special because there are workshops there are improvisational workshops that have been going on since September of 2015 hmm. and they're a series of conversations between um, the students um, talking and acting and moving to music where all these themes came out. So the theme of magic came out. Mm-hmm. The theme of perfection came out. And what, is it, what does it mean to be perfect? The theme of, you know different worlds came well what if someone came from a different world what if someone didn't what if someone was in one realm and then went to another Hmm. that was another discussion so so the premise of the movie came through a series of, of workshops and we wrote every single comment down so the participants of these workshops, we were just taking notes of every single word they were saying. Hmm, and, then we, and then we took those notes and we gave them to Alex and Nick, who are the two writers. Mm-hmm. And we said, here you go. This is what your classmates and your friends are talking about. So let's get a story. And um, so the story really um, is about a high school and there is a, a character in this uh, high school which is Brigham High School it's what they call your average school and um, there's a janitor 
in that school by the name of Cornelius Crinklebein. <laughs> and, and Cornelius is a janitor, but little does everybody know that Cornelius is really a wizard and he's a gatekeeper to a secret portal in this high school. Wow. Right. And the only students that know are two students in the high school. Uh, and these two students are kind of like, um, uh, you know, uh, they they love magic, and and one of the, they're kind of seen as geeks and and people who just don't fit in, and people make fun of them all the time mm-hmm. for what for what they believe, and basically uh, the they they are secretly followed by a group of mean girls who are your stereotypical mean girls, and, uh, and they get transported, not by accident, but by Mr. Crinklebein, who decides that it's a lesson that they should learn by going into this portal where they're going to learn about each other. And it's through this portal where they learn things about friendship and about different and what it means... Um, to be different and is there really a difference Hmm. and even one of the really very nice things that I like a piece of dialogue from that is that there's uh, a student from the high school on the other side of the portal which is called Splorgville High and uh, this student is in hiding he's really a dragon and he's in hiding as a human Mm -hmm. and his line, one of his lines, he said, you know, you can't really judge us. We're not all the same. Wow. And and this is all stuff that's coming uh, from these kids, and there's a lot of lines like that, because the, the portal is really kind of this whimsical comedy fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I, I you know, it, it has a message. Sure does. Sure you does. know, well, it's I'm, fun, I, but yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's fun, but it sure does have a message. It sure does. And, you know, when I first heard the premise of it, uh, I thought to myself, there, there's something quite intriguing going on here. I mean, look, you're taking a group of individuals who, again, for the sake of uh, labels, which I hate, we'll call them special needs. But yeah. I think what's implicit in that is you're seeing that these are not, not, not only are they not uh lacking in ability, I think that they have access on some level to an understanding of reality uh, that may actually be real. And the fact that they were able to, to naturally tap into this sort of a scenario, really bridging two worlds and, and using, quote unquote, the portal to teach, uh, quote unquote, normal reality, what it's really about. So I think this is completely powerful oh boy when is yeah. this when is this film going to be out Sahar? this okay so the film actually is going to be in it, it, we took on a project that we didn't know how long or where it's going to go um because i think it surprised us mm-hmm. with the 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 amount of and knowledge and and depth that the project involved mm-hmm. so um the initial debut of the film will be June 7th and it'll be debuting in Burlington at the Fogelberg Arts Center. That's Burlington, Massachusetts. Right, Burlington, Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. And um, 
However, that's not the end of the portal mm -hmm. because the portal, um, we are working on really perfecting it. There's pieces that students feel should be added to it. Mm -hmm. There is some music um, that is original for the movie. There is a song that is also um, the the title song for the for the movie, and that's also going to be recorded and uh, added to the film. Mm -hmm. And uh, we are hoping to really perfect it and get it into uh, a festival soon. I think you can. Now, yeah. I, as everyone can hear, audience, this is a. a <laughs> monumental project and this uh, monumental project requires tons and tons of work and coordination but it also takes resources uh, I know you recently started a Kickstarter campaign to raise funds to complete the project or expand it as you just described yes um, and I'd like for you to talk about that and we're going to make sure to link both the Kickstarter campaign sure, uh, all the yeah. Kickstarter campaign details as well okay. share, share the link yeah. Uh, where they can learn more about the project itself. But tell us about that. Tell us about your Kickstarter. Well, you know, uh, we were, thankfully, for the beginning of the project, we were funded by uh, um, a local organization called the Community Health Network Alliance 15, and they gave us the first initial funding to begin this movie. And then when we began it... Um, we felt if we stopped it, we wouldn't finish what we really, what, not what us, what these students wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So we said we're going to continue. And when we said we were going to continue, we're like, well, you know what? We need some, some money here or we won't be able to do much. So let's start a Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. So we did start a Kickstarter. Uh, let me see. Now it's been about two and a half weeks. And, and let's um, give the date just for uh, the date of the recording just for the record so people know, because I know that Kickstarter has a, a shelf life, right, for the campaign. It does. Yeah, it does. It does. So the shelf life is usually a month to 45 days. Uh, we have our Kickstarter for one month. So it ends on June 10th, mm -hmm. our and Kickstarter. Uh -huh. And for the record today, everyone uh, that we're recording is May 25th. So we have a little ways to go. So the end date again is? June 10th. Okay. All right. And um, we have gotten some great pledges on Kickstarter. We still need more to keep going so we can finish this film. And we update two to three times a day how we're doing and what we're doing and we post pictures we have comments and we just keep you posted on what we're doing excellent excellent now is there a trailer that people can see or is this also part of the funds needed to to sort of put this together yeah there there eventually the trailer will be but we did not release a formal trailer for the film mm -hmm. there are pieces that we put on uh from our uh you know, f shoots, um, but a formal trailer to the film, we will do. Okay, and that's part of also the Kickstarter. Beautiful. Right. We're going to do our level best, Sahar Ahmed, to make, sh make oh, this dream you. a reality, not just for you, of course, but for all of these wonderful, deserving, beautiful individuals. We, all of us here at Higher Journeys Radio, just wish you the, the greatest of success with the film and with Brio. Thank so, you so much. Sahar, I appreciate you. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you. 
After listening to Sahar describe the fantastical storyline that the portal is based upon, it truly struck a curiosity in me that I plan to further explore. If you've heard my interviews with alternative researcher and regression therapist Mary Rodwell, you know that she spent much of her time looking into the metaphysical and even psychic nature of who she describes as star children, many of whom are classified as autistic. There are some very profound connections with Mary's work and what Sahar is describing around the film project and its premise. In any case, this is a beautiful project that deserves full support. I encourage you to visit the website of Brio Integrated Theater to learn more about their great programs and also to find out how you can support the completion of this project called The Portal. Thanks so much for tuning into this special edition of Higher Journeys Radio. I'm your host, Alexis Brooks.